Podcast Assemble. Oh, that is right. Oh. It is oh. Cape Crisis. Oh. Oh. Uh, episode number 46. Mm-hmm. Last week I called last week's 44 when it was 45. This is 46. I'm sorry, all I'm of confused. you people. Episode 46. I'm your host, Henry Gilbert. H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Sound effects work. Thank you. For testing the sound effects, my co-host Christopher Antista. Yay! Woo! I almost hit that note. And we're here with a special guest we haven't had in a little while. It is Dave Rutten. Host of Dave Hates Comics Podcast. <laughs> what? No, I Is no, that doesn't. on a competing I, network? I, no. Is that on the Photon Time Network? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Just see, bring in the energy. Bring in the fun. This is... Man, so, I'm definitely going to tweet about that. <laughs> yeah, oh. where's Disco Mickey? Oh, I'm definitely going to tweet about this. That's good. Thank you, Stanley. I just played uh, the amazing Spider-Man Wii U port, which uh, came out in... What? Yeah, it came out in March, which is the perfect time for the amazing Spider-Man <laughs> video game to come <laughs> to the Wii U. That's when it starts playing on airplanes. Yes. <laughs> it's been out on Blu-ray for, I think, two months now. But uh, anyway... Know. I got to play the Stan Lee portions there on there, and that was fun. For free? Yeah, they for free. They seem to enjoy my cameos in the movies. I never want him to die. I never want it's, him to die. I, I can't help you there, Hank. He's going to die Eventually soon. Eventually Like, I think we're all, I don't know, we're all on watch. All right, so this is what Cape you, Crisis. What do you think they're going to do when he dies? Like, every Marvel comic mm-hmm. for like a month will probably... It's, it's weird. I never, I never hear anything but the negative side of him. Stan Lee's denying this person credit. Stan Lee's given too much credit. <laughs> Stan Lee's suing Marvel. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know what his legacy will be like. I don't know either. Well, I mean, he just he's been the face of the company for 50 years now. But he like, definitely hasn't it. been in a long time. He appears no, publicly to but promote people other know things. who he is. Like, mm-hmm. no, he's still he is Marvel Comics, like if anybody is. And Man, I, that first Marvel card with him on it, he's got like fantastic four fingers <laughs> yeah. and a half a spider mask over his face. Well, the whole point of the thing with Stan Lee was he was management back in the old days. That's why he's more famous than Jack Kirby. He was not just the writer, he was the editor-in-chief. Anyway, this is Cape Crisis, a comic book podcast where we talk about graphic novels, sequential art, and other bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm the uh, host of every episode. Yeah. I, I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but so... What are you, bragging? Yeah, I'm bragging. Look, mm-hmm. well, guys, I'm the host. You're not. Uh, and Dave, you've got a lot. You know, we had a really good guest last week with Tim Turry from Game Informer, so you got a lot to live up to here. That was so much fun. Yeah, Thank you, Tim. Just so, oh man, so nice having some fresh blood. It, well, it wasn't, yeah, no, as opposed to Mike. No, 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 it's just that, like you're stale. We are like you and I right now are probably going to go read the same things. Oh, no. Tim, Tim was just had never talked to us and was reading a flurry of different things that I, I have to get one to. thing that may surprise you. What might not. Well, I don't want to say it right now. Let's go. Let, let's though talk about what we've been reading. I'm going to start this week. Oh, but Dave had. Well, I want to. You got to build up the anticipation. Right, right, right. Let's make him wait. Okay. Let's. You're going to have to wait, listeners. Not like you can fast forward. <laughs> I so you stop hearing my voice. Comicsology is dead. Yeah. Com- well, the comicology came back today, so I was able to read some. That's, that's not appropriate. But so, since last week, uh, I had not read Age of Ultron. Now I've read Age of Ultron one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, it was, it looked beautiful, but it was just set up. It was just set up of a situation, like. And now Brett was railing about that at work. That yeah. first issues are no longer something that grabs you. You have yeah. to be invested in that title 
Yeah, I know. But but the second well, issue came out this week, mm-hmm. and that's cool. I don't know. Brian Bendis, Brian Bendis seems to be in his slow phase where he's just like, nah, it's all atmosphere. You should just see the dystopian world that Ultron has had done. Like instead, I thought I I actually Instagrammed one of the huh. <laughs> one of those sets. Uh, it's out there. One of those one of those pictures. I thought it was gorgeous. No, it it is a leveled Manhattan. Brian uh, Brian Hitch does a great job mm-hmm. and. Issue two has a leveled San Francisco, <gasps> so you should... Uh, I gasp. I have so many gasp-bound effects. Uh, <laughs> you gasp a lot. Sorry. Here's what bugged me about issue one, though. What's that, Hank? I talked about this with Brett, too, over the weekend, hmm. but so... Brian Michael Bendis loves to unmask Spider-Man, and it pisses me off. Like, he unmasks him way too much, regular Spider-Man. He jokes about it in Ultimate. They undid it. Well, in Ultimate... It makes sense. He's a 16-year-old kid. He, but he's unmasked by literally everybody he encounters. Yeah. Everybody knows his identity yes. by the end of the fight. I know. Uh, but the, It's it, like a Batman movie. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the reality that Bendis wanted to put in there. Like, mm-hmm. what, he's a sloppy kid. If he's knocked unconscious, the villain's going to unmask you. Mm-hmm. He wants to know who you are. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's just the rules of the game. Plus, if you're 16 years old and wearing a mask, you probably want to take it off for your uh, acne <laughs> yeah. problems. Oh, it hurts so much. <laughs> But so meanwhile, Spidey in the real universe, the real Spidey, they had gone to a lot of work to get his mask back on, to un, to erase his secret identity from everyone, mm-hmm. and then that had been pretty much the status quo, and then here in issue one, Spider-Man has been kidnapped by the owl oh, and hammerhead, and he's just unmasked, and then they take him back to the Avengers clubhouse where... Nobody, like, not every Avenger knows his secret identity, mm-hmm. and he just walks in like, yeah, he's just unmasked. I get that they're also doing that to say, like, things are so fucked up right now. There's no the need ma- for secret, secret identities identity. are meaningless. Yes. The world is over. And they like, did that for a reveal. I thought that was good. That yeah, you, that you eventually just see, see a, a, dude. a guy tied to a chair with his shirt removed, clearly mm. beaten, and then it eventually turns out to be Peter Parker. Yeah, but still... Oh, spoiler for that thing I just said. For, so yeah, that was, last week's eight, that was last week's Age of Ultron. You should be already up to two anyway, listeners. Mm. But it still bugged me that it was like, come on, man, Spidey can't keep think, his mask on ever. I think y'all be... Uh, I think y'all be Bendis hating again. Bendis it happens a little too much. my hate sometimes. All right, well, then I'm going to say a nice thing about Bendis. I'm a fresh face, dude. That guy is the best writer at Marvel. Uh, you'll, you'll learn to be tired. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I was like you. Once. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. But no, I read... I, I have a nice thing to say about him because mm. I read his final Avengers and New Avengers storyline. Mm. So I think I did mention last week I had read you his did. final Avengers book. But mm. now I've read his final New Avengers storyline where he... Wrapped up uh, like everything with Luke Cage mm-hmm. on the team and Jessica Walter, not Walters, Jessica Jones, and there was some finality to like he. It had been both of those books were about him putting things back, and it was like in regular Avengers. You know these are these comics came out months ago, so mm-hmm. this is all people know this now. In regular Avengers, he brings back the Wasp. Mm-hmm. He he made Wonder Man a good guy again. And he rebuilt the Vision. All three people he completely effed over mm-hmm. during his run on Avengers. Meanwhile, he also knocked down Doctor Strange. He made mm-hmm. Doctor Strange just a guy, a made sorcerer. Him yeah, and he made someone. And he was in. Yeah, Doctor Strange was. But like he also self-pitying he, he also the whole elevated time. Strange in the in like the first. 
Yeah, first Doctor Strange was joking. He's like, no, he deserves to no, be the, on well, the first, team. The, I would say the first five years of New Avengers, he was the guy they spoke to when they were on their last. Yeah, but... They were though, at the end of their rope. That's a different problem I have. That Ben just used Strange as a magic fix-it. They're like... Oh, I wrote myself mm-hmm. in a corner. Well, Doctor Strange didn't show up. He's been, it was that was no, a, that, like, right, that's that's how they make fun of Doctor Strange so so perfectly on Venture Brothers in the Morpheus? episode. Yeah, Doctor Morpheus in the episode where uh, it was part two of Escape from the House of Mummies. <laughs> the episode starts where they're stuck in a death trap. They're like, "Well, we're going to die. What should we do?" And then Hank says, "Call Doctor O. He's magic." And that fucking fixes it. He's like, yeah, he's magic. We're stuck in a plot problem. This guy's magic. He can fix anything. You Hello? just say it's magic. Do you even know what I do? I love that that character's voice. I even looked him up. He's not in a lot of. He's not doing a lot of voice work. Uh, that is one of the most unique and fresh voices. By the way, Venture Brothers season season five. five that trailer is so good. May seventeenth. May seventeenth. You can find the trailer on LaserTimePodcast.com. Right on the front page. Such a good trailer. And it was four minutes of stuff. I worry it revealed too much. Uh, it was nice that it didn't have sound or context. That was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty much. And, and, and especially like knowing how heavy they like to take the dream sequences. Yeah, you the, can't count on in much. The dream sequences there. are where Venture Brothers gets to become Family Guy <laughs> and makes all the references they want to. But they're the about dying dance, babe. But their that, dream sequences. You think that's bad? But their dream Remember that time I was good. in a Yes album cover? <laughs> yeah, but okay, Family Guy would never do a Yes album cover. It's show. more obscure <laughs> reference. Fine. They. <laughs> but, yeah, come on. If you're looking for obscure, if you're looking for your deep, deep references, half of which I, you won't get. I had to look them up. You can do it, Dudley Moon. I'm like, what the? Why did you say that? And I looked it up. I'm like, that was a 1970s made-for-TV movie <laughs> that nobody ever saw. I love that line. Yeah, Clarissa, explain it all. Explain it all. Yeah, no, because you got that one. Everybody got that one, Hank. Therefore, it sucks. Okay, then that Dr. Orpheus is its such a smart uh, mocking of Dr. Strange. the soul of two foul-mouthed rednecks. (laughs) And then they also, and then they put him together with Blade. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, I can't can't think of a direct comparison for um, for the alchemist. uh, Yeah, me either. I think he's really just... Well, now maybe he's like maybe he is like uh, Wong, the Doctor Strange's sidekick, oh. except with magic. Uh, right. Well, anyway, so by the end of New Avengers, Doctor Strange is doc- is now Sorcerer Supreme once more, mm. and so it was just good to see he reset all that stuff, and then Luke Cage quits. Though so it was sad to see when he left, Jessica Jones left with him as well as Squirrel Girl. Which really annoyed me. Hold on, let me find the right Spider-Man sound effect. I know I hit that one already. Squirrel Girl! I love Squirrel Girl so much. She's so great. And I, my only hope is that when Bendis makes his eventual Heroes for Hire comic with Luke Cage as the star, mm-hmm. that Squirrel Girl will just be a supporting character in it. I said this before in the show. Any To YouTube rap parody uh, people out there, uh, Wu Tang Clan, mm-hmm. Luke Cage Man, any song you want, any Wu Tang song you want, Luke Cage Man ain't nothing, nothing to, to fuck, fuck with. with. It fits anywhere, anywhere. And half Wu Tang songs are about the Wu Tang, <laughs> so you can always. Well, they had to talk, they had to talk themselves up. They were new. No, on it's, the block. it's, it's self publicity. It's yeah. pretty good. Even even in the '07, they were still promoting themselves. Killer bees. Well, the the way easier path to go would take mm. that. Um, 
that Mortal Kombat house music. Oh. Take Liu Kang and Johnny Cage. Oh, I like Luke it. Luke Cage. Lu- Luke Luke Cage. Luke Cage wins. <laughs> uh, that music. Uh, Should be able to cue that, right? When that music started, it was. It, I knew. Uh, my my. I was just on another planet. With the Mortal Kombat so music? Yeah. Mm. So good. I wonder if I can karaoke that song. Lords of Acid, by the way, working under a pseudonym to make that music because they had too much credibility to make <laughs> the Mortal Kombat music? I see. In this day and age, like, yeah, I think that's what you're remembered for. Yeah. <laughs> Your music is, is, is uh, what's sub-timeless? Or, or, <laughs> <laughs> also, I can't. Yeah, but the new season of Venture Brothers. They mm-hmm. also, I read their uh, live journal. <laughs> mm-hmm. The director of the show, the crea- co-creator of the show, Jackson Public, he still uses live journal to update. Yeah, well, I like show. that though because you get really official shit there too. Yeah, uh, but he talked about how you know huh. the fifth season, they're finally finished with it. It took them forever. And they say, like, really, we're going to try to close the cap better this time, guys. We promise. And mm-hmm. But what, so, to like, there's going to be a season six. But between season six is a 90-minute uh, mega movie, like, mm-hmm. event movie. Man. That they're going to do a TV movie in between. I know it can't so. go to theaters, but those yeah. uh, Fathom events... Yeah, I'd watch it. Dude, I would go to I would go to the theater with all of you. To, yeah, I would pay twice the ticket fee. I would. Yeah, you I see would, Adventure yeah. Brothers in the movie theater with popcorn and shit. Yeah. Well, we can hope that movie will be ready this time next year. It won't be though. It'll be probably. Christmas but it is those two guys like do a, a ton of shit. Down they do and, like, all the work: writing, yeah. directing, animating, voicing, voicing editing, editing. Wow. It's it's incredible, and that's yeah. why the show's so good. That's also why they can make it for a budget. Like they can. When they do all those jobs, they get paid a life. I have to assume they get paid a lump sum to do all those jobs yeah. instead of having to hire five people. To do and that. but I do. In, we're on a comic podcast, and we can tie this in pretty. It, it does astound me by how many changes they'll make. And the season five trailer showed this: how many changes they'll make to the universe and stay with those. Yeah, they don't just. They could easily. It's a comedy show. They could do all of that. Yeah, and they. The, the image you'll see on Laser Time is is a bookcase turned over that kills Dean and Hank. And that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. I love that. That scares the absolute shit out of me. But you see, like, all the continuity set in place. Like, Brock hasn't been their bodyguard yeah, in, like, still, four years. It's still Dr. Dr. Haight. Yeah, or, with I mean, tits. Sergeant Haight. Which they also kept. That's, yes, that's <laughs> right. I totally forgot. Prince's happy feet. I love that show. God damn it. I just need to go and get a little brown boy to keep, a brown lady boy to keep in my closet for when the urges come. Sorry, I just watched that episode recently. Because there's also the awesome part in that episode where they go to the movies and like, I think I must, if I'm any character, I must be 34, right? The, the, uh. Henchman 34. Perhaps. I mean, if, uh, but, it's a little too heroic for you. I'm still going to put you in Dean. You're Dean. All right. There's the... <laughs> the same haircut right now. Oh, come on. All right. Ha- I'm... Having never seen the show, oh, tell, wow. me, tell me who I would be just so that will uh, encourage me to watch. Huh. Oh, and... Maybe Dermot? No, he's not Dermot. He's not that cynical. But no way. Dermot's a bully. Dermot's a no. wannabe bully. Like, no, yeah, that's not Dave, is it? I'm not yeah. a bully. Fuck you guys. See what? What did I just say? I knew it was in him. Jeez, hmm, I don't know who he is. Maybe, 
Ain't Mike White or nah. like they like the actor Mike White? Yeah. Yes, yes the the gay screenwriter Mike White. Uh, well, the showrunner of Enlightened People. Come on, I should watch, watch that show. I've heard it's good. Is it, it probably better than Girls? Uh, say, I, say before, I said it before, and I'll say it again. Oh, yeah. I have never related so hard to a show than Girls. <laughs> girls is fantastic. But which Anybody girl would... are you, Chris? <laughs> oh, I'd like to think I'm Hannah, the main one. Yeah. Everything revolves around me. Uh, yeah. but it, no, people don't like seeing you nude. <laughs> Which I love. The more but people complain do it about anyway. it, the more she does it. No, I love. I love that about her. In the first episode, I feel like is she. I I I read this complaint about the show or this that where they were trying to uh, get to people who were knocking it. Mm-hmm. It was like, no, you think Lena Denham sucks, but you actually hate her main character, who mm-hmm. she's writing. Yes. She writes her to have to flaws, so you don't like them. To suck. And it, the funniest yeah. thing I saw was on College Humor, it's the title Girls done in the Seinfeld font. <laughs> and and what it is 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 the observation. Oh, that yeah, I read that. The I internet that, yeah. did not exist when Seinfeld was on. And this is how people would write about a popular show in order to take stabs at something mm-hmm. popular, which is a... A good traffic baiting thing to do, yeah. but nobody says a bad thing about Seinfeld yeah. ever. Like everything it does is golden, and I do remember people actually labeling those complaints about Friends back in oh, the yeah. day. That people said, "How can they afford to live in those places? These characters sure. don't even have jobs sometimes. How can they not know one black that's, person that's, in New York City?" That's my favorite like, thing about it. Like, I again, I've never seen a character that's so close to me. A nerdy writer uh-huh. who moves to the big city from a small town, and her parents very clearly support her. <laughs> and then they stop. And then they stop. And speaking of people who appear naked, both of her parents eventually appear naked for no reason other than wow, it's really? funny. Yes. Seen that. And that's the mom from Freaks and Geeks. I've only so watched the first. Uh, I've only yeah, watched sorry, the David. first sorry. four episodes of it. I, wa- I got caught up in a five-episode marathon this Sunday. I like the Mike Birbiglia scene. Like that was really man. funny. But uh, Wait, yeah. did you see the uh, who's the delocated guy? John Glazer. Yeah, John Glazer's. I also saw a funny thing about that where in currently on the show, or there was a recent storyline on the show where she was having she was like fuck buddies with Patrick Wilson or an actor that yeah. Patrick and Wilson Donald was Glover. playing. And but like people online complained like, oh, Patrick Wilson's not even in the same species yeah. as Lena Dunham. She's way too fat for him. And then again, then Patrick Wilson's fat wife. I got on Twitter and was like, "Yeah, I don't think that's true. I hear he fucks his fat wife all the time." She she tweets. <laughs> I is this a good time to get into a conversation like that? Right. Well, as, like, as, to be honest, as, neither of them are fat. They're just like no, they are normal, normal humans. Size, yes. Yeah, as they're he was they're sleeping TV with fat. a woman who was out of his league, right? Uh, he was, but out he of was her going league. through. He yeah. was out of her league, but going through a situation like that, I love. Yeah, fucking somebody who I would never <laughs> normally fuck and treating them like gold under the term like but and he gave her all the terms like this is not permanent yeah. nothing will become of this but stay for two days and we'll have a great time I love that I am the greatest 48 hour boyfriend you have ever met after that you got no stamina left to be boyfriend no, oh, no none no emotional outreach to give so uh, I can't so. wait for the uh, the trade paperback of girls yeah <laughs> 
Uh, I'm sorry. I, well, I, I feel like I have to say that because I was felt I was too mean to girls in my first. You are. Impression you of have it. been. It's good. It's probably the best comedy on television right now. I disliked her character at first, and I was like, "Oh, Lena Dunham trying to say this stuff through your character." Like, no. Like, she, also, everybody like fucking hipsters. She's a shitty hipster. That's the joke. Yes. What is your problem? I hated her uh, English friend. But you're supposed to hate her too. Like, it, she's yeah. Yeah, she's pretty awful. Yeah. She's pretty awful. It gets so even you're worse. not supposed to like her, but I guess I'm just used to... I'm used to female characters not acting like... Like, I would have... If those characters were Jason Siegel, Seth Rogen, yep. Yep. and the other losers from those Dipshit things... you're supposed to hate. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah, these, these are doing all the same things. I would have been like, well, this is totally normal. But when... And I also say that I make that comparison because it is a Judd Apatow show, too. Like, he's involved in it. Mm-hmm. And so when characters who are women act like that, oh, it takes me off guard. And so it, I was going to say, if you hate girls, you hate women. How about that? You click on that article, wouldn't yes. you, Hank? Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, <laughs> but no, that's. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that about other people. I'm saying I think I had that reaction where I was not. I was not ready to see a show where women all acted like that. And so it just made me go like. That's not real. They That's bullshit. Com- How they live in that New York place? Ooh, look at these Brooklyn assholes. Fuck you. They are completely like. Uh, uh, they are completely different from any characters I've seen on television ever in my life. And it's I watch a lot of television. Somebody told me I was, we were talking about Always Sunny to check out yeah. Workaholics. I did. It's great. It's exactly like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like almost to a T. Hmm. Everything I love is the Always same. Sunny. Me too. And seeing a bunch of people playing basically the same character. One guy's a little dumber. One guy's a little cuter. And then you have the in between. And <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. All right, we really what happened? Really should talk. I'm sorry. We talked Grab about those rings. All right, last thing I'm going to talk about: Superior Spider-Man Five. I sorry, that was so fucking good. Was really that was so, so good. goddamn good. I. Can't, I, I won't spoil it, except for the image on this podcast, which I've been saving for a special occasion. Uh, it's I didn't think they'd be able to sustain this premise for very long, mm-hmm. but if this is the direction they're taking it... I'm really enjoying it. That's yeah. fantastic. Fucking unapologetic, utilitarian, Ayn Rand Spider-Man. Yeah. Busy. I love that. This is how I take care of things now. And that Peter is just there the whole time like, I have to watch this? Like, stop. Please (laughs) Please. stop. And it sets up the whole time like, he's going to stop, right? And it just, no. (laughs) And then here's more comic of him not stopping. Yeah. I, I feel like it can't keep going for much longer before everyone's like, you have lost our trust, Spider Man. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) And the cliffhanger was more of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really great, if you were staying away because you thought, it was a stupid concept of Doc Ock Spider-Man. Like you're you're missing out, guys. And I remember in the at the end of issue one, we were saying like, ah, oh, this seems like too early of a reveal that Peter's hanging around in his brain. Like, now, no, now he's super sympathetic. It can't work without Peter's ghost there now. Like, it wouldn't be as good without his, Peter's ghost hanging around. They are. They, that isn't a spoiler, but they are framing that interestingly. That. So, Doc Ock takes over Spider-Man's body. That sounds like something you'd read on a Wikipedia about a comic and roll your eyes at. <laughs> and, and Peter Parker died in Peter Doc Par- Ock's Peter body. Parker died in Doc Ock's body and Doc Ock lives in Spider-Man's body. And so after the first issue, Peter Parker's ghost appears yelling about my body. But I mean, the way, the way they set it up, and I predicted that, I want to go on record for that again, uh, that both of their brains... 
We only use ten percent of our brain. Yeah, they both, can both of their brains there. were in each brain. They're like like Doc Bo- Doc Ock's body is dead, mm-hmm. but Peter Parker is still in Peter Parker's brain because yeah. Doc Ock has access to those memories. So that's what will eventually happen. I would guess is that they'll erase the Doc Ock part. Of this his is the brain. man who has two brains. Yes, yes, has one brain. The 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 two men who have one brain. And so Peter Parker that. appears as a ghost to, as, to coach him, but he never actually speaks to Doc Ock. It is not Dexter's dad yeah. or some other hacky fucking plot device. Um, Ooh, that show. What they need to do is use the, the name Herfer. Herfer. Dude, I'm so happy with you, Dave. <laughs> Man with two brains. Yeah. Like, do it in reverse or something. I like uh, that line that... Uh, pointy birds. I like they that. They anoint me. Anoint like they said, I could put a brain in a gorilla. I can't fuck a gorilla. <laughs> Uh, so Peter Parker, like to show you that there are still glimpses of the Spider-Man you Spider-Man you like. Peter mm-hmm. Parker comes in to chime in when Doc Ock is doing something awful and ends justify the meansy mm-hmm. uh, kind of way. I'm a superhero, and no, I'll be good, but like I'm going to be good on my own terms. And then I think slowly parts of Doc Ock's brain are starting to recognize Peter Parker, mm-hmm. and it's about how that will bleed over. So that is supremely interesting. Superiorly interesting. That's right. Um, I'm very excited about that. What else have you been reading, Chris? Anything? Uh, well, I wanted to point out I haven't been able to read much of anything since Comicsology got brought to its knees. Again, I hit the same one. I have seven of these. <laughs> uh, <laughs> got, yeah. Oh, let me try it again. Comicsology was brought to its knees. There we go. Ah, there we go. I'll have to bridge that together better. Um, what are they announcing? Uh, Marvel at... S- South by Southwest. South by Southwest. They announced uh, the 700 program, which would, in theory, from Sunday to Tuesday, have f- 700 free issues of their comics on mm-hmm. Comixology and other Marvel apps. Mm-hmm. And they'd mostly be number ones, though there were some one-shots as well. So 700 one number shots. ones and one-shots. And which is the... All free. And if you downloaded them that week, you would always have them on your Comixology. I, I get what Marvel's doing with Marvel now. And I was saying that the week before mm-hmm. about Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, issue point one, four bucks. Yeah. Like, who the fuck are you trying to sell on this? Like, yeah. this is... You rebooted things so new people could jump in from a fresh place, but you demand four dollars for them to be interested? Yeah. Idiotic. And then... Uh, um, yeah, as I'm on my soapbox, Marvel go ahead and goes in like, yeah. We, yeah. I think it, we didn't know that asshole. It would have been good enough if they just did. But that's know, what I'm pissed if, about. If they only did Marvel Now, every Marvel Now number one was free for a weekend. That would have been good enough. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. But the whole probably, 700 thing is almost like paralyzing me by it, choice. It, well, it, it is, but then it's like, oh shit, Wolverine number one. That fucking first issue of Wolverine is hilarious. It looks like it looks like a tattoo or something you'd paint on the side of a World War II plane. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, but I went. I guess I caught it early. I went and like download, 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 and uh, then the servers came crashing down. Uh, and then every comic trying to download had an error, so it yep. was down for days. Like yep. the CEO sent yeah. me an email. Um, it was down for days, and it didn't come up until just as of this recording, Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Or yeah, something like that from from Saturday or Sunday. So I, for me, I like I love reading new comics. I'm gonna read shit. And like for the last two days, like because I immediately clicked download, got that error. I clicked over to my purchases. I still had those comics. 
the site was inaccessible. Uh-huh. You couldn't see you couldn't see any new comics at all. But because I had put those in my purchases, I was able to get those. So I read those and I'm like, oh, let me try. I meant to try Iron Man. I always want to like Iron Man as a single issue character more than I do, and I never ever do. Uh-huh. Never ever do. Did you? Which one did you read? Just the Iron Man proper. Uh, who wrote it? Forget. Was this so f- like when, when Marvel this, now? When this is oh, so it's it's not the I very see. first Iron Man issue. Oh no, that would be god awful. I've read that already, but like I would never do that anyway. Most of them <laughs> were pretty bad. But it, it does. <laughs> From you, now on, I will call myself Iron dot dot Man. dot Iron Man. Though once the once they restarted, I would definitely say get the annuals were free too. Mm-hmm. So annual like Amazing Spider-Man number one is fun for and same with Fantastic Four those are mm-hmm. fun from a historical standpoint, but by the time they got to the first annual, mm-hmm. man oh man they were hitting their stride both in Amazing and in Fantastic really? Four like huh. it was it was Steve Ditko was like a year into drawing Spider-Man and he f- has them fight it's the first appearance of the Sinister Six so really you get to read. A bunch of four-issue mini-stories where Spider-Man fights all his best villains. And it ends with him fighting Doc Ock. And it has one of these things where now it looks so silly because were were this to be canon now, it would make Aunt May senile. But (laughs) there's a part where Doc Ock invades their home and is holding them hostage and serving Aunt May tea with his metal arms... And he's, she's still like, what a nice boy. Thank you. Oh, that awful Spider-Man. <laughs> he has such a kind face. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I made the, not the mistake, but like I was, holy shit, AV, A plus X. I've been dying to read this. And then I read it and like, this is just Marvel team up. This is yep. stupid. Well, R- written by Dan Slott. Except you get to, well, not only, he only does the first half of the first issue. Mm. But yeah, it's Marvel team up, except both stories are only ten pages long. Yeah, it's ridiculous so. and, and they're fun little stories, but they, they mean they don't imagine mean paying four dollars throwing away. Like, oh, yeah. that should be given out for free in an email. You get high quality artists, and then it. I what I, re- I I guess I what I really wanted was consequences. I wanted mm. AVX consequences. I wanted to hear, I wanted to see the story. I think it was AVX three. It had a team up. Uh, the first half was a team up between Black Widow and Rogue, mm-hmm. which was kind of fun. But uh, mostly it seemed like it was just building up to the part where Rogue would kiss Black Widow to get her powers. But uh, And then the second half was an even better one where it was Kitty Pride teaming up with, uh, with Iron Man. And it was really cool because it was written by Peter... She gets to enter him, the playboy. <laughs> it was written by Peter David, who's a really great writer, who I, I never mentioned on this podcast, but Peter David needs your help, guys. He what, what, he what? had a stroke. He did? He was on vacation in Disneyland, had a, a Disney World, had a stroke. Oh, been man. He got lifted out of there by, the, by a barbershop quartet. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you. Yeah. He's just fine. He's just sleeping, <laughs> sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. Get back in line. It's all right. Enjoy Thunder Mountain. <laughs> we hope don't have a bad... Yeah, they there really don't no, If there's no context that I was in Disneyland, somebody got hurt, and a gurney comes out, and I'm like, oh my God, I better get out of the way. And I was just paying attention to the gurney, and the people bringing the gurney were dressed as a barbershop quartet. <laughs> so because when you've always heard that yeah. nobody dies in Disneyland because they make all the effort in the world to lift you Get out of the corpse. park. Your soon-to-be corpse Yeah, their corpse died in a helicopter like 
80 feet above the park, but no, he didn't die in the park. That's, no one died in the park. No one dies in the park. Tons of people. Someone's decapitated, the they just toss him up in the air really quickly. <laughs> it's the same with. <laughs> he, yeah, wasn't like, he wasn't in Disney. Tons of, he tons of in people have died in the park, but to Disney's credit, most of them were either employees and almost or they broke overwhelmingly, in. sort of, drunk teenagers at grad night. Yeah. yeah. Have I? The oh, people you, who have drowned in that, that fucking lake near Huck Finn's. During grad night. I mean, it's yeah. only like five, but if there's 11 deaths, that's a lot. I might not have another podcast oh, go, uh, outlet to talk about this, but I worked at a theme park mm. for like my high school. Dollywood? For, uh, Adventureland. That's right. You, play, you were played by uh, uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg, that's right. So, yeah, they based the movie off of that, but it's not in the same place. But anyway. You uh, fell this, in love with Kristen Stewart. Uh, yes. Oh, God. But the summer after I stopped working there, there were two deaths. Yep. Oh. Yeah, so one was in this, uh, you know, guys know what the pirate ship ride is. That's, I think, a common thing, right? Yeah. The, the swoopy swoop. Yeah, the... so, like, Ooh, up and down. the yeah. Adventureland I worked at had one where it flips. Yes. And uh, someone fell out of it and landed on a car. And <laughs> Did the alarm go off? Because that would make it hilarious. Probably. <laughs> yes! But I don't know. Oh, um, boy. And uh, actually, the week before that, a ride operator fell in the tracks of a roller coaster and got run oh. over. Ah! Jesus How's he doing now? Uh, well, they're they're both dead, as I mentioned before. <laughs> he did say they were two Sorry, dead. dead. I know. I was just wanted to queue up a Spider-Man dramatic sound effect, and yeah. I took that one that threw the fucking credits. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go to the break, though, I want to hear, Dave, about your comic book. All right. So the expected one is The Walking Dead 108. Have you read it? Yeah, I just read it. It just came out, well, today, quotes on is that, uh, uh, Comixology. Who does that introduce? Uh, Ezekiel? Yeah, Ezekiel. Yeah, so he, he has a tiger. Yeah, so I know he's... That. Uh, Zombie tiger. I was really, really disappointed in uh, uh, issue 107 because mm-hmm. <laughs> it really negated the previous issue's cliffhanger ending. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was, you'll never guess what I did to Carl. I didn't do anything you'll to never, Carl. You'll never guess what I did to Carl. Tune in next week to see what Negan did to Carl. And then, <laughs> now the way they did that is, and then like the issue opens up with Rick beating the shit out of him. Yeah, he's like, "I wanted you to see what I did to Carl because I did nothing to Carl." Well, we'll see you next week on Walking Dead. <laughs> in a way, Nagan is a character who would say, Ooh, "Is that shitty. how we pronounce it?" I feel it's Nagan. Negan. Anyway, it's I. Negan. I no. No, it's Ooh, not. Easy, not, not easy, Dave. Um, but I feel like he's that out. he's the type of dick who would just say he would say that. Yeah. Like he would. He didn't think he even. He says he then says I didn't think you would do just immediately yeah. punch me after I said it. But I was even doing this everybody to fuck does with you. to you. Yeah. yeah. Though also, I feel like uh, I, I the way they're playing him, I feel like you're supposed to almost start to like him or be like. Oh, I get what he's doing now. He's not all bad. He'll, you just got to play his game. It, like see, it, it, it feels like, not that I like him, but it feels like he's been living in this environment, this zombie apocalypse, longer. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's less jaded to the ways of old humanity. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, I disagree with his means, but I get it. Yeah. I understand how it could work. Yeah. No, he can't be the leader if he doesn't prove I will and, <laughs> beat you to death if you don't listen well, to me. Well, it's like you break the rules, you get an iron to the face. Yeah. And it's, it's I don't, I, I can't use the word, I'm not sympathetic towards that, yeah. but I get it. 
Mm-hmm. That's how you. That's how he stays in charge. Yeah. Well, well, I get that's how he maintains order in a land without. But he's not. He as so far he doesn't seem more cruel than the governor. Like the governor was a bigger oh, piece yeah. of shit. Yeah, the governor was mad with power. Yeah. And this this is that Albert Schweitzer guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo, man, we w- went so long. <laughs> All right, okay. Plus you, minutes. Uh, I stole your thing. What else were you going to so, Well, I mean, just going with The, the Walking Dead, mm-hmm. 108, uh, it's still kind of a like a wheels-turning issue, but the wheels are turning faster. And Really? Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, and I like... They're, they're progressing multiple storylines in a way that I want to see where both end up. So. Interesting. Uh, the other thing I've been reading hmm. is Fables. Really? Wow. Yes. Huh. Well, I know. I that really like the first uh, volume of Fables. That I read all of that, and I'm on the second volume. Hmm. And then it sucked. That my friend, I was like, I'm going to go buy the rest. No, they all start to suck. And I'm like, you gave them to me. Why would you do that? No, I'd, say, re- I'd say I say four volumes before I stopped caring. So, like, I have three volumes. I think I have up to issue eighteen. Oh which, yeah, I read farther than that. Well, I mean. I'm reading it mostly because it's going to be the next uh, Telltale. Well, right. I, it was supposed to be the next Telltale. They thing announced it over a year ago. I think I it was bet, supposed well, to be a TV series, too, and that didn't go. They may turn it into Grimm. That's, uh, that's the network show starring Michael Grimm. Yeah, they turned it into a paper and then turned it right into Michael Grimm. Better B+. <laughs> but, but anyway. So, like... Uh, yeah, so it was supposed to be the, the thing that Telltale did after Walking Dead. I'm betting mm-hmm. that the Walking Dead Season 2 is going to come out before they do anything with Grimm. It's, it's pretty soon, isn't it? It's fall with new content. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard it. I thought they said 2014. But Did they? My bad. The same press event that I got the first, um, mm-hmm. uh, not Omnibus, the first very big collection of The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. I got the first 18 issues of Grimm. So I'm... You're gonna, say, fables. Fables. You're saying um, Grimm. Dirt. Uh, yeah, first so, season of Grimm. Yeah, the I got the first eighteen issues of Fables, which um, I have to believe if they gave me that compendium mm-hmm. of The Walking Dead, and that's where the characters that were in the game appeared in, that anything that is going to be in the Fables game will only contain things from the first eighteen issues. See, yeah, I think the Fables is going to have to rely a lot more on the cast from the comic than yes. the books did. Like having only read, I think I'm like up to the eighth issue overall. I'm like in the middle of the second storyline, but it's it's very focused on um, uh, the Big B. Big B. Yeah, yeah. He's and, a cool I mean, guy. It has to be him. It has to be He's him Wolverine investigating different uh, fairy. That's tale the only crimes. way an adventure game could really work. Yeah, <laughs> like even with The Walking Dead. Like things are just happening around Rick, so you could just have another person that things are happening around. But Fables is this guy who's investigating things, and that's the central. Well, also with Walking Dead, you have to in the game for that game to work. You had to think these guys, anyone could die. Yeah, anybody could die in this game. And if it starred Rick in the in the in the group, you knew they wouldn't die. But if it's Bigby Wolf, the investigator Uh investigating different. Uh, but, but Fables isn't about brutally murdering characters you like. That's not the point of it. Unlike yeah. it's central to Walking. That was the one thing. Like having like I o- the only storyline I completed was uh, Rose Red and like her. That's a cool story. Mm-hmm. And but I was also like I don't know who she is and I kind of don't care. And mm-hmm. then it ends. It ended and I thought it was kind of cool. But it's a great also, introduction to the universe. Oh, yeah, that's a good way to fake your death. To, to, oh, spoiler alert. To, oh, uh, oh hey. <laughs> I mean that's a uh, no. It was cool. It <laughs> was cool. It. it was cool to go back and like 
there were things that they that like were in the murder scene that you don't notice reading it the for, for the first time and then I mm-hmm. went back having the yeah, I like that when you notice things on the page like cuz you know they couldn't change it after yeah. like that, that they had to be planning months ahead of time. Yeah. All right. So that's enough of what we've read. When we come back, we're going to talk about the, your answers to last week's question of the week and more fun things. See you on the other side. Howdy, y'all. Welcome to The Break. This is your host again, Henry Gilbert. Wanted to thank you for listening to Cheap Popcast uh, and also Cape Crisis. Boy, I said that wrong. But hey, it's just on my mind. It's a good show, too. I'm a regular co-host on that. But Cape Crisis is what you're listening to, and I really appreciate that you guys listen to it every week. Uh, and if you would like to help us out even more than just by giving us your free time and listening ears, you can go to lasertimepodcast.com and help us out in so, so many ways. On the left hand of the page, you'll see the donate button to PayPal. You can just click on that, get whatever you can. The money really helps keep the wheels a turning in the podcast machine. And uh, if you'd rather give us a little money through buying some t-shirts from the Laser Time Industries, there's a button for that too right below the uh, PayPal button on that page. Or if you'd like to give us money by buying something you would have anyway on Amazon, on the right side of the page there are links to Amazon for a bunch of different products. Even if there isn't something there that that you see initially that you'd want to buy on Amazon, you click on that, buy anything... Through that new tab that opens when you click on it, buy anything on Amazon through that link, the money goes, a little bit of money comes to us, and it really helps us out. Also, if you listen to Cape Crisis on iTunes, please, please, please be subscribing to it and give us reviews. Reviews really help us out, so if you got any new reviews for us, a five-star rating, I'd really, really appreciate it. All right, now, lastly, it's time for Hank's Corner Pick of the Week. Oh, what's this week's pick of the week? Well, I'll tell you. It's going to be Amazing Spider-Man Dying Wish. Yes, the collection of the mega storyline that happened in Amazing Spider-Man 700, where Doc Ock and Spider-Man switch brains. The whole story is now collected in a fancy little hardcover. I really like it. It's a, it's a handsome edition, as they say. And uh, so you should pick it up. Written by Dan Slott. Most of the art by Humberto Ramos. Very good. Uh, you can buy it through a link on the page for this very episode of Cape Crisis, which you'll find either on lasertimepodcast.com or capecrisis.com. So please, 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 please check that out on the homepage. All right, and now back to the rest of the show. Part two of Cape Crisis episode 46. That's right, 46. Mm-hmm. Uh, still your host, Henry Gilbert. <laughs> Take two, H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. 
Christopher, Chris oh. Antista, come God, on. It smells like the pizza. Oh, just Jesus think. Christ. All right. No, I wanted to do what What do you wish you've been reading? Because I wanted to download a ton of new comics All right. and was oh. not able to. Balls. Well, you talk about that real quick. I need to grab something. Okay. I wanted to read one. I wanted to read Batman 18, which mm-hmm. is out. Dave, did you hear us rail on Death of the Family? No. I wanted to... Oh, clear- is that the where they killed... A Robin. That death in the family is when they killed Robin, and they had a new storyline called Death of the Family, where they made it sound like there's now a larger Batman family. There's Batgirl. There's Robin. There's Red Hood. There's uh, Red Robin, Nightwing, Batman, and yeah. the rest, and Batmite somewhere. And and they not that I needed one of them to die, and I get the metaphor. I do. I just don't know if it was satisfying. I feel like they wasted that title. Yeah, um, but I mean. I actually had a conversation about this with a, mm-hmm. a comic book fan during the weekend, but, like, this one Robin died. Mm-hmm. How many other Robins are Like, it's almost inconsequential. There like, were three Robins, and they're all alive, and they're all still involved in the Bat family. I read that they're yeah. treating these Robins now like an internship. Exactly. Yes. It's yes. the white belt of being Batman. The stepping Batman. stone. Batman just finds somebody who might want to be a superhero. Which I don't get, because, like, how do you... Really, what better job is there than being the third employee uh, for Bruce yeah. Wayne? I, well, and every uh, only good things happen to. And, uh, I wonder. Well, go ahead. On the on the subject of Robins, mm-hmm. how come have they not done a female Robin besides in uh, uh, Dark Miller stuff? Yeah, they did one spoiler, as in uh, not spoiler. I mean, the character spoiler became uh, became Robin for a few issues, and then was murdered. And murdered, but then that un- sounds like time for a sound effect. Murdered, you say? But then she was unmurdered pretty oh, soon after they were. Can, can you play that, that in reverse? I can sh- <laughs> oh, that was not the effect <laughs> that sounded about right. I wanted. All right. But so eighteen is. Snake is not amused. So death of the family ended, and then almost immediately in Batman Incorporated, mm-hmm. Robin is killed. Mm-hmm. And so now what is Batman 18? I don't one know. of the well I know every other Batman comic is mm-hmm. dealing with the death of Robin. They're probably Everybody's still like moping face. about it. And I, well Bruce Wayne probably more than anybody else. Yeah, it's cuz his son or whatever. It's a son. Uh, but there's that I want to read Age of Ultron super bad. Yeah. Um No, the super bad spin off from Age of Ultron. Hey, come on. <laughs> Put a 10 on that circus. Um no, but what I really wanted to read is there's not only um, Wolverine number one from uh, Marvel now. Who's the writer on this? Um, fuck me, I looked I know it up earlier. Savage Wolverine is by Frank. Uh, I don't know if that's still happening. Savage Wolverine. First, yeah. Savage Wolverine. I saw the first Sneaky, issue came out. It's being drawn by Frank Cho, and Frank Cho doesn't. It's weird <laughs> to see him. Taking over a Wolverine. I don't have it in me to do fucking Savage anymore. He doesn't do. Uh, he doesn't have it in him to do a Wolverine book. I think because he would rather draw sexy ladies barely dressed. That's much more interesting. It's a generalization, a broad generalization about broads, Henry. It's a no. It's a generalization about broads. Quotes <laughs> from clerks. Lol. Oh, gotcha. oh man, is that where I was stealing it from? That is right. Why the fuck can I see hey, who writes this on the a... website? Hey guys, oh. what about oh, all uh, those Paul contractors Cor- that were on the Death Star? I don't know. <laughs> Paul Cornell is right hey there. I knew a guy who worked for who was a roofer for this mafia dude. Oh, you gotta man. look at the things. <laughs> Let me know when you're done. <laughs> Remember how in Clerks it was like uh-huh. a big deal that uh, that Dante liked Empire more than Jedi. Like it was accepted in the universe of that where Randall was like, 
Come on, man. Jedi rules. And then I, he's like, hey, I'm going to be different, me, Dante. I like Empire more. Now everybody likes okay, Empire I thought, I thought you were going to attribute that to, like, that was a shitty argument. Cause, but no, I, think, I think that drew the line in the sand. Great, yeah. And then people that, followed that. That argument that got taken up by a million Star so Wars So when you nerds. want to talk about Star, uh, Star, uh, Kevin Smith as irrelevant, like, I think he, he drew that line in the sand where people could officially say Empire rules and Jedi sucks. Yeah. I don't think anybody regarded Jedi as sucking until he... Until they he, opened their, he opened in their eyes. Yeah. Uh, so Paul Cornell is drawing that. But not only that, we discussed the other week you were talking about how Wolverine died in ultimate in the Ultimate Universe. Mm-hmm. Ultimate Wolverine number one is also out this week. What? Where? Yeah, wait, damn it. You have to tell me when you're going to do that so I can do the sounds effects. Sorry. Uh, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Wolverine, Ugh, yeah. looking into the death of his father. Um, I can't imagine... A comic with the title of Ultimate Comics Wolverine will not contain Wolverine. So I we're really not... hope they keep him dead. I cannot imagine. But I bet you they'll try and keep the premise of him being dead for as long as possible. I would say up until issue four. Uh, well, I've heard the rumor I read last week is that Marvel's just working up to just ending the Ultimate Universe in general. Uh, They're getting diminishing returns on that. I don't, I don't see why they... I don't know why they would keep it around if they're because I mean the purpose behind that was to give people a jumping off point, which is what Marvel now is mm-hmm. as well. This is just more brand confusion. Yeah, speaking as a corporate fuck, fuck. Um, <laughs> right, but well, yeah, when they're trying to do Marvel now, Ultimates does get in the way. Like, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine you wouldn't look at it like that. Colin Bun, Colin Bun, he's all right. Easy, Hank. What don't you like about him? He just, well, maybe I just looked down on him because he took over Wolverine after Jason Aaron left and mm-hmm. he just couldn't compare to me. Or by that I mean his first few issues. Well, Aaron, Aaron's Thor, I think, is also out this week. Yeah, it's the best. Mm-hmm. I love his I have Thor. not I have not read it at all, but like thanks to the 700 Marvel Now issues, like every read issue of Marvel issue. Now. I have not because I did not. You weren't successful. No, I seriously got like through the A's down to Iron Man. <laughs> I see. And I remember Iron Man was like, oh shit, yes, that w- I wanted to read that in December. I just forgot. And I should have just when it comes back whenever it comes back they promise it's coming back but uh, no, I'm just I, I going to download everything right now. yeah but the, the the deal is over the 700 deal is on pause now oh and is that so, what it is yeah the, it's up because they're not doing the deal because that's anymore. what I wondered because uh, the yeah. like Wolverine is 399 yeah no you didn't get the you didn't get the memo no no I didn't no the uh, oh, the 700 the 700 deal is is on hold indefinitely until they can make yeah, you sure put your email address in. And then so how about I did, and I don't really mean this, but how about a refund or some kind of thing for what? people who paid full <laughs> price City. a couple weeks ago for all of this shit? Hey, yeah, uh, what are you gonna do? Early adopters, <laughs> early adopters. Yeah, that's the digital age, man. Yeah, but the hey, digital I age feel, means you can actually apologize for that. I feel. I feel Amazon or EA should give me twenty bucks because I bought Dead Space three at full price, and three weeks later it was forty bucks. I mean, come on. That's what you get for pre-ordering everything under the sun. Well, that's uh, how I get it release day. Release Can't day wait delivery. for someone to make the joke. Forget it, Jake. It's SimCity. <laughs> is that is that Man, the? I gotta that, do is that, it Jake. I can't. Yeah. Even remember. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Jake. Write it down, Hank. Steal from Dave. The sequel is called the Two Jakes. Yes. So that's, ah. uh, I bet you didn't know that. I've never I've seen it. I've, it's, I've been tempted. Uh, not very good. Oh, okay. Well, you read. I guess I have it. Uh, 
painted poorly for me because I read about the production of the two Jakes uh, in in a book about 70s cinema and how fucking sad it was they made that movie. It was basically Jack Nicholson doing a favor for his friends and it just turned into a piece of shit. Like they just said, like Robert Town, uh, Robert Townsend was just like, hey, I'm your best friend, Jack. Why don't we make a movie together? I'll be Jake and you be Jake. We'll be the two Jakes being friends. And then they filmed the movie. They start filming and they're like, God, he's awful. This He's doing terrible. Robert Townsend is the black no, guy? No, not Robert Townsend. The, uh, the kid stays in the picture. Oh, Ro- Robert Evans. Robert Evans. <laughs> Robert Evans. Yes. Yeah. The only right. two Jakes I've ever seen is a kid in the porno. <laughs> they Man. jake off together. Whoever. And whoever sent me the fucking, like, hey, look what the Hulk's doing. And it was just a gif from, I'm guessing, Avengers XXX parody. <laughs> And right. it was just a green pair of nuts slamming into a lady's tank. That, that's uh, China. The nuts. Oh. The nuts. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Oh, wait, China's right here. I, I take great offense to that, David. But she is She-Hulk, so she is the oh, green one. Gross. It's weird mm-hmm. seeing her pre-op. In the, by that, I mean pre-chin uh, job oh. in, uh, in Beyond the Mat. Quick cheap podcast aside, which former... DX and WO member will die first. China or mm. Scott Hall? Mm, I say Sean Waltman is the dark horse. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's a that's like a 10 to 1 odds. I, w- I put the others at like 2 to 1. Nah, it's, it, I mean, it will be China. She'll drown in a pool somewhere. Or something, yeah. but, uh... She's drowning in my pool currently. <laughs> like, dude. seriously, I read there were stories of her at the some adult yeah. uh, movie convention where, where she was advertising Avengers a triple X parody yeah. and the stories were that she almost died twice on that weekend and people saved her from drowning like she was just drunk fell Jesus. in a pool naked and they pulled her out like China please and she's like what what I kick all your ass also, when, you, when you're the one who has to be saved from dying at a porn convention, you <laughs> are literally on the press. That is rock that. bottom. That's yeah. rock bottom. Oh. Not the move. The actual. All right. I did yeah. want to talk about one news thing that Please. is not really related to comics, but in the general nerd thing. Hmm. Veronica Mars. Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah. Were you a viewer of the Veronica Mars I saw Mars the, TV at show? least the first six episodes. I, I really watched good. the first season and I liked it, but I didn't stick with the second season. Yeah. Uh and so I have weird. I tweeted about this a little, and I hate. I really hate even saying that. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, where did you where did you tweet from it? H e n e r e y g. Oh, all right. But so here's the thing about it. So they they were never going to make a Veronica Mars movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's been something fans have wanted, but the corporation that owns Veronica Mars, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers, wasn't in the mood to make it. So they went to Kickstarter. Rob Thomas, mm-hmm. not the not the guitar, the singer who Matchbox works with yeah, the singer of Matchbox Three M. He's Give very lonely. They're so smooth. <laughs> not that Rob Thomas. It's my least one. favorite song ever. <laughs> Only because it was on the radio every day, every second, every of the of the. Oh, hairdressers love to pretend to salsa. All right. that song. So. So he went to Twitter and he was like, look, we got all the actors. We can make it for $2 million. They'll be out next year. Mm-hmm. Give us some money. All right, uh, give, a, give, give to our Kickstarter. We just need $2 bucks." And as of right now, in less than nine hours, they broke $2 million. Nice. Here's why I feel weird about it. Hmm. 
Warner still owns it. It will be a Warner-produced film. Yeah. Warner will put it out. So, instead of using Kickstarter to circumvent corporate bullshit, you are actually just facilitating corporate bullshit. And it'll still... What you invested in will still end up being a film produced by Warner Brothers that they will always own. With the characters I, they I, I have heard. I have heard there was some controversy over um, The Goon. Mm-hmm. On Kickstarter because it was David a David Fincher production. They kicked around the, adapting the Goon, the comic, yeah, into a major motion picture. You can see a teaser trailer. It was great. It's fantastic. But like, hey, guess what? No one's interested in a expensive CGI rated R movie. No one wants to take that chance. Yeah. So let's buffer that. And and then like they eventually revealed, no, this is how much pitch costs in Hollywood. <laughs> and that's what you're you're paying for the pitch. You're not mm-hmm. paying for the movie. A movie like, can't exist. And that's, that's and, yeah. and but then you know the, the controversy became what you paid for this reached its goal mm-hmm. doesn't get made into a movie. Do you get your money back? And what of this do you own? Because you can't be shown legally be shown a pitch reel. Yeah, that's it's, it's confidential under wraps. Like you don't own any of this. Like if, if it gets made into a movie, mm-hmm. and I think that's probably the biggest hurdle with Veronica Mars. Yeah. So. The thing, Veronica Mars, at least as a show, it was not an expensive-looking show. It would like it didn't have fantastical elements like Serenity or Firefly to make mm-hmm. that into a movie. Even when you're not, if you're paying the actors nothing, it's still you know a, much it's that, still I a thirty million dollars. Thirty million dollars. Yeah. It's a lot of special. Well, relatively a lot of special effects. No, but I'm, I'm saying like. Well, there's oh, that one you, side of me that's were like saying that like that's really low for a for a sci-fi movie. Yeah, that's there is true. no there is no under two hundred million dollar sci-fi movie happening in Hollywood. That's true. Well, so the the meanwhile with Veronica Mars, they're like two million dollars will make this movie if the actors agree to be paid nothing, mm-hmm. which apparently they're going to be paid nothing. Though I would hope that like they they've made it very clear this will be a movie. If we get two million dollars, mm-hmm. a movie will happen. Not that it's a pitch, but it, it will be a movie. And so that's cool. And I definitely like the, the Kristen Stewart is a gr- is lame, but Kristen Bell is great. <laughs> Kristen Bell is a great actress. Mm-hmm. I love her. She is adorable and tons of fun and funny. That's what I make. And she, yeah, come on. All right, sorry. I loved her joke in, uh, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where it sounded like the real her talking, where she was like, yeah, I could be cast in movies, but you got to show your cooter and I don't want to. So, like, and I'm I, proud I of her for that. Loved loved her speech in every guy gets broken up with movie who he gets to be the hero. She gets to She's deflate the, the premise of. She gets to deflate the premise of the movie though. Uh-huh. You just dumped me. Like I just dumped you, fucking asshole. Here are the things I did to try and save our relationship, and you did nothing. <laughs> and that is, she highlighted every single breakup in like PowerPoint. <laughs> Right there in that one scene that I've ever had. Did you learn a lot? And of course, I always walk around blaming the woman with a fucking pig pen cloud over my head. I should write a letter to somebody to like thank them for that eye-opening piece. Watch that. Watch that. I don't even know if it's a great movie. That scene is one of the... Do you um, mean Forgetting Sarah Marshall? What did I say? No, I, I yes, just... Yes, Forgetting okay. Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, a good movie. And, and, a good you movie. know, I, but in terms of Kickstarter... I, the number one animation project being funded is a comic. Oh yeah! Can you guess what it is? I can't remember. More than reached its goal. I it's feel like comment. I read about this. But Cyanide yeah. and happiness. What? Cyanide and happiness. Uh, making oh, I know. being okay, turned yeah, into yeah. an animated project for television. Right. Uh, is the was 
overwhelmingly it's, support it. But yeah, it's still like a pitch for something. It's a, no, I mean, but that's the thing. They like made, they're like it's it, we're gonna pitch it to television. Like so, you're gonna bring it to Adult Swim, and if they're not full, <laughs> you go to the internet, and it'll be an animated series there. Yeah, Adult Swim is weird. They have just they produce so much. I feel like so everybody who's stuff. ever made anything in Adult Swim is contracted to keep making Adult Swim programming. <laughs> You've That'll ever been be allowed to do it, improved. you can well, do it again. Or you might go to FX and start making Archer, which True. is basically an Adult Swim show. True. You know what God, failed that Kickstarter so that I saw? Uh, kind of uh, Cape Crisis related. Mm. It, was right. on a, it was on gamesradar.edu. Mm. Uh, uh, or TV. The college uh, from Future. Uh, there was a Chucky video game. I saw it on a... Yeah, it was, yeah I saw that. Some kind of, I, I can't remember what it was exactly, maybe failed video game <laughs> Kickstarters, but there was a Chucky video game that was going to be on current-gen consoles that some company was trying to make, and I think they probably just gave up after a week, but it had a, like a $500,000 uh, goal and ended at $500. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah. That's that's one uh, person to reach turns that third out tier. Nobody wanted to play. Can I tell you what I was I may have mentioned this on another show, but now I'm definitely not doing it. And I'm sad about this. Uh, it was before I went over to Capcom. Okay. And um, what I had wanted to do cuz I had a friend who actually did make a movie on Kickstarter. It's still being uh, played at festivals right now. It's called Dead Dad. Look at that. Look that up. Uh, it's on Facebook. Dead Dad. They, it was totally Kickstarter financed. Uh, my buddy Kyle made it, it, wrote it, and stars in it. It's also got Fred motherfucking Stoller in it. Yeah. Wow! Mm. Yeah, damn straight. Uh, so, but it was like it was like when Kickstarter started, we started Laser Time with a PayPal donation button, which we would not have been able to start the sh- the the enterprise without. Mm-hmm. But no, we we should have used Kickstarter, but did not. Um, and so, like, shit! I this is how many people will come together to help fund something. I want to do a Kickstarter, so my idea was The Wizard 2. I wanted to make the official sequel to The Wizard. <laughs> I wanted... we. I was talking to somebody to how much are the rights for The Wizard, because it better not be a lot. Because you don't uh, own any of the games featured in there. Uh, you own the rights to the characters, and odds are, what game company would not like their... Games right. to be the center focus of the wizard. Not worried about that. I just want Fred Savage, Christian Slater, Bo Bridges, <laughs> Rilo Kiley, whatever the fuck Jimmy California. Ninja name Gaiden is. Three. Yeah. I, so I wanted to remake that now, and we and I had a little bit of a spec thing going around, and you can't have that. Um, I think it would be hard to get Jenny Lewis. She's pretty busy. But it it would ultimately amount to. Well, I was hoping to go, go off the good graces of like, no, people demand that you're in this. Mm-hmm. It'll be a couple days of your time. <laughs> I don't know. You've never directed anything. <laughs> oh, I, was, I wasn't even like, it wasn't even the thing that directed it. was like, you should get what I wanted to, what I wanted to look up was to now. clear how much it would cost to buy the rights to the film. And then figure out, like, I'd basically work for fucking free. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted to make sure just that it happened. And, and my friend... Given that my friend had made a movie, like, how much did this movie cost you? We can buy the rights. Here's how much the production costs. Actors can appear if they, if they want to or not. It is going to be Fred Savage's son. But, uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> I see. That's with, with the possibility of Ben Savage. I, I did not get in touch with his people. <laughs> Topanga I've, was cleared, though. Uh, are you excited for Girl Meets World? Not at all. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> not. Not, at not all. in the slightest. Not at all. I, that's that's 
I, only because that show bridges the gap between, like, I'll sing the praises unironically of Hey Dude mm-hmm. is this cheesy fucking show that was on a lot of times in my youth. But but Boy Meets World spread into that zone where, like, we did a laser time about that the year you became aware. Yep. Like, some things suck and some things are great. Not saying Boy Meets World sucks, mm-hmm. but I'm like, this is not the greatest thing. <laughs> but it's a it TGIF not, sitcom. It's a TGIF sitcom. And it, I know it was omnipresent. It was on the air for seven years, but, like, I would say... Four to five of those were in an era where I was actually finding things I did care about and not like lapping up things I was spoon fed. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude's one of those. I love it forever. I paid every dollar for every episode on my PS Vita. <laughs> Do not want to apologize. I would like not to apologize. apologize. Please don't ask. <laughs> I might have to. All right, we should really get what, to last what week's... show is this? <laughs> we got to get back to last week's question of the week. It's the Hey Dude cast. Mm. So last week's question of the week, which is, what would be your uh, ideal Superman creative team? Well, that's a little wild and a little strange. Uh, <laughs> uh, You're living alone out on the, the range. range. Say, come on, mom. Because you can't get around. You can't hold on. yippee ki yay yippee ki What? Like the cowboys say. You're not supposed yeah, to do both yeah, parts, yeah, Pink. Kill the break of day. Watch out for those man-eating jackrabbits and then kill the cat. Hey, dude. <laughs> Did you transform your yawn into something professional? <laughs> All right. Answers. First off, Super Giraffe said... Super Giraffe. Uh, Fiona Staples on art and Gail Simone or Mark Wade on writing. Mm. I agree. Mark Wade would be awesome. What um, is he doing? He's... Working on uh, Marvel books, like he's writing mm-hmm. Hulk and Daredevil really well. And oh, yes. on the other end of the spectrum, he's doing creator-owned stuff, which is all digital. Mm-hmm. He's very committed to digital comics, so much so mm-hmm. that he is very publicly selling off his massive comic collection to pay for his digital comics. He's like, hmm. I'm done with physical media, even my classic comic collection. Sell it off, going to invest in digital comics. That sounds risky. Yeah, but I, I believe in him. I believe in I him. I do. It's just like those physical comics will always be worth something, if not more, just by sitting around. Yeah, he should hold on to those. Mm. All right. I'll give uh, you a couple bucks. Soggy Sage says, uh, well, I mean, he's selling them at good cost. Soggy Sage also says Mark Wade or John Byrne in his prime, which you can't. Come on. Dude, that's not going to happen. And John Byrne wasn't that great. Uh,. Stupid, sexy, wild femshep who has an awesome picture of uh, Miyamoto in a Luigi hat. <laughs> Love that picture. He's very sassy. Nintendo Direct. Uh, yeah, from Nintendo Direct. He says he wants the team who worked on the 52 reboot of Aquaman. That would be John, Jeff Johns and mm. Ivan Reyes. Mm. And they, did, they would be really great on that. Actually, John should just be writing Superman regularly. Uh, let's see. Not, not a ton of answers, but one more. Uh, oh no I, well, I have to read this one because I definitely disagree my name is my name says I'd like to see Brian Azzarello he can make the villains really gritty and violent on art would be Stephen Ep- Epting who did the mm-hmm. Captain Death of Captain America run here's why this would be a mistake Brian Azzarello already wrote uh, Superman in one of the crappiest Superman stories ever oh. which was the one where Jim Lee did the art which Jim Lee did a great job on the art, but it was Brian Azzarello wrote so shitty, man. It was just so... Everybody, no one talked like a real person. It was it was bad. But read it and see. you'll see how bad it was. 
So his dream, his dream combination already exists. Well, just oh, no, Brian Azzarello. Epting didn't work on it. <laughs> and then lastly, uh, Ark Knight 256 says, I'd like to see Platinum Games take on Man of, the Man of Steel in a comic. <laughs> That'd be good. I have a raging erection. <laughs> I've heard on the video game front, I recently heard that uh, the dudes who made um, Just Cause 3, mm-hmm. or well, not Just Cause 3, Just Cause 1 and 2, Avalanche Studios, mm-hmm. They're, they've said they've they're working on a comic book game right now, but they won't commit to what it is. Is that away from? Are they under Square Enix? Yeah, they're under well? Square. Yeah, but they haven't said who. So you what. figure out what property they licensed. Well, Warner Brothers is already doing Batman. They're do, Warner's doing Batman. They're not. I have one I want to see, but I dare not say it because I'm trying to pitch it where I'm at. I'm just saying. Well, it's possible. It is a known fact that. Warner is making a new Batman Arkham game, but Rocksteady is developing it, so perhaps Avalanche is the developer. Do you guys want to know what my dream team uh, writer, well, artist, I guess. first I Superman? Yeah. Terry Hatcher and Dean Cain. Nice! <laughs> yes. Doesn't matter. They can they can switch off every issue, but I just get it. It'll be good. They know. It'll be good. Mine is uh, uh, Daredevil and Adam West and Burt Ward. I would like both of them to work oh, on the comic. Well, you guys and look well or something something Bert Ward please this listen please up. listen to the laser time episode uh, on the air pilots TV one pilots. nobody li- that, nobody likes that line that Adam West gives in a Conan O'Brien written pilot <laughs> they didn't have your hair gel they said they stopped making it 30 years ago <laughs> those fools <laughs> God, just the scene of him like eating a little popsicle watching his old TV show yes. on TV and then just he's he's annoying everyone and everyone hate like they're just like please we, we're gonna have to arrest you soon he's like all right you know the when I was on television people listened to me a lot more back then so he never says all right it's I love that he says very well. Very well. <laughs> very, well. very well. What did you learn from acting from my <laughs> episode here? Please call me Buzz McCool. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it, that was so funny. you got to watch it. Watch, look well. All right, this week's question was, what would you read if you had the time? Mm. Mine is going to be, I purchased and probably put it on the Hank's Corner at one point, the... Um, uh, Full collection of Nausicaa comics, all drawn wow. by Hayao Miyazaki. I bought the mega collection, and you should too, buy through Amazon.com. I bought the mega collection of it about three months ago. I have not touched it yet because it is like a massive 800-page thing that mm-hmm. I so want to read, but I just I am not going to get. I'm not given the time. I, I need to give the time. I should just take a week off. Just read wow. comics. I, I totally ah. forgot the name. It's sitting on in a physical form on my shelf. Uh, here's an insight. I'm trying to learn Japanese. I'm taking a Japanese <laughs> class. Um, yeah, I've got my test this weekend. Wish me luck, guys. Yeah, I think uh, we're not tested. I think like our fucking attorney is. You're moving a lot slower than me. Well, good because I can't. It's hard for me to keep up. Like with it's a half an hour class once a week. Right. We basically learn one row of hiragana a week, and then it was sort of recommended. Because I guess they knew the audience of the, the class to buy mm-hmm. a manga, and I tried that. Too much manga is written in here is written in katakana. Like it's not just hiragana. Like you will recognize some hiragana. In the sure, book. but it was more. It was more so you could buy the version in English if you went down to Japantown. Uh-huh. And the one I, got, I was rec- came recommended to me. Um, 
I totally forget what it's called. It starts with an O. It sounds great. It's all about food. Every title is uh, is some kind of food. Mm-hmm. Al dente, a la carte. Uh, it's a Japanese manga about food. Super long running. Uh, very comes very highly recommended. I don't know what it's called. Off the top of my head. Oh, something. Here, Chris, here's the test for your click. Mm. No, don't do no, this. Say the second half of this phrase. Uh, Hajime mashite. See? Hajime mashite. My. Yoroshiku onagaishimasu. My wife. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, like, like, maybe my Japanese accent isn't great. No. Nope. I'm just saying. I mean, well, I might do. Hajime mashite. I should say. Yoroshikun onagaishimasu. Speaking of, if you have the time, I spend so much time working on like certain other things outside of work. I don't really have a lot of time yeah. to learn Japanese. <laughs> but it's like the simplest. Uh, hey, you know what? Next semester, you can start going to Japanese class with me every Saturday. Or I could do it for free at my office. At, at <laughs> an hour a week, you'll never learn nothing. Excuse me, half an hour a week? Oh, half an hour a week. Mm-hmm. I do three hours a week, and I barely feel like it. Chris's want- defense, when you asked that, he waved a fan in front of his face and blushed. <laughs> <laughs> what I just said, by the way, was it's just like the simplest green, like, hello, it is nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Please be nice to me. That's I want to learn enough to say... Please, my Japanese is terrible, but I respect you as a culture. <laughs> Try and speak English to me. Uh, let's see. Nope, don't know that one. That's yet. the only phrase I want to learn. I know how to say Japanese is in the language is Nihongo. But imagine if someone said the inverse of that, like, oh, I don't know, America, please say Japanese. I'd be like, fuck you. No, no. Get out of here. Go back to Japan if you want to hear <laughs> hey, that. I happen to know that they're all taught English at some point, And it's actually yeah. more people are embarrassed to try because it's really hard because they know how we make them sound silly when they, tr- when they try and speak in an American accent. Japanese are completely aware of that, mm-hmm. like them being made fun of in popular culture. They're, so they, they're used to hurro, hurro. Yeah, it, is, it has made them shy. To speak in public, I think they're they're very proud people. They exactly. don't want to be laughed like, at. It's in, the, in getting the accents are very hard. Like I like to do dumb voices, so it's not. I'm having a way more fun mm, so, 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 so. saying mm. Japanese words. So I've learned a couple syllables. I can string them together. They're total nonsense, but it's uh, sound real. Yeah, you're showing off. So you guys should add a sentence to like any of your Japanese conversations, like. Please talk to me in my language. By the way, I am so sorry that we've made fun of you incessantly for not knowing our extremely complex language. I want to say in Japanese, please retire your language. I will pay you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dave. What would you read if you had the time? Everything. But? I I don't know. Uh, There's way too much. Have you ever read Watchmen? Yes, I've read Watchmen. I would like to finish Days of Future Past. That is fucking two issues long. Dude, it is the perfect example of why issues in comics now convey nothing. It's still really short. Dude, I'm reading a ton of comics, modern comics. Uh, I get, get like, all right, here we go. Sit down. Ten minutes, I'll be done with this issue. Like, there is so many, there are so many words and panels. And and I'm saying that in praise of Days of Future Past. You got your money's worth back, Their first... Is it not the first issue where they go through the entire history of the X-Men? Very, yes, yeah. Very in a lot of detail before they get to anything. And not, not again, not bashing mm-hmm. that, just saying how little comics convey now. It's more about the art and less about the writing. 
All right, I so, see. so this I, I felt bad for not actually reading. There was a Comixology sale on Ninja Turtles comics. Mm-hmm. It's good. And I asked uh, Mitchie D. Mm-hmm. I think he's been a former guest on Later mm-hmm. Time. Uh, and I asked him, like, what are the good Ninja Turtles comics? And he told me, and I didn't buy them when they were on sale, so... I feel like I should buy them. I just I'll bought. Buy them for you, Dave. I bought some that I knew aren't going to be good, but I have nostalgic uh, feelings for them. They were the Archie published Ninja Turtles comics. <laughs> they just got back in print. And Those so. the ones Gallagher owns. <laughs> I bought the Ninja Turtles. Why I was I in on that. Dead? Why aren't I rich? I'm Gallagher. <laughs> nice. All right. So, <laughs> so answer on the forums and this week's question of the week forum thread to tell us what book you would read if you had the time like we're like god i wish i had the time don't be unless shy want... we're, we're, like i guarantee you'll probably end up hitting upon a ton of shit that i wish i was reading unless yeah. of course you want to mock us workaday slaves and be like well i'm a kid i can read whatever i want because i have all the free time <laughs> i don't talk to our listeners like that anymore. i'm a dumb kid i don't know what work is <laughs> i don't know spit about shit that's you <laughs> Sorry, that's one of my favorite David Cross responses. Like, me, 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 me. That's you. <laughs> that's a Mr. Show classic. Mr. Show. All right, so I guess we finished everything we needed Bob to talk Humber, about. I've heard David Cross do that too. Mm. That's you. Dispute that in the forms too. <laughs> By the way, the new Pope looks a lot like uh, <laughs> George Bluth Sr. Just want that's to him. That. Wait, that's that happened him. To today. Yeah. yeah. I got to say, I just want to. He's light, the light first plug. non-European pope. Uh, How progressive. The, no. <laughs> the internet in our office went out for like, which it does consistently for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't always try and think of what my parents did when I was in their office. Because <laughs> uh, they didn't have the internet and they still worked. But when the internet goes out, everybody's like, fuck it. Well, just like Can't you, do they, anything anyway. they had video games at their disposal. Well, that's it became all Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter comes out soon. I <laughs> just got into it. Uh, if you all can right, get right. walked over that horizon. This is not here to do that. It's just like I'm having so much fun. I would like to play with as many people as possible. Monster Hunter, March 19th. I'm doing it on both <laughs> platforms. All right. <laughs> March nineteenth is well, a special as as day. I want to get people's as long heads. As we're plugging stuff. Dave. Step on my birthday plug. All right. Oh, it's your birthday. I don't. Yeah, just... I know it's your birthday. You turn into big uh, Jesus Wait, age. Uh, Jesus. Oh, the same oh, age yeah. Jesus was when he died. Oh, thank God. Zero. It's finally over. He's zero. This has been a hard AD. burden, a hard cross to bear. <laughs> a hard. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> All right, Dave. Plug it. G podcast. That's right. Yes, I'm going to be on that too. Yes, we've got a bonus-ish episode coming up, and then uh, we'll be WrestleMania. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't Vince have used that inflection, but yes, I tried to say it like Vince would have said. You're fired. WrestleMania. You're fired. Do I need to do this? WrestleMania. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Well, so better. Until the next episode of Cape Crisis. Excelsior! Excelsior.